This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you. Like protecting your family, supporting your community and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Will Ranieri last beyond February? Ian? Yes. You say yes, okay? Tom? No. Pidge? Maybe. Oh, come on, it's yes or no, Pidge. You can't be sitting on the fence here. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter-attack. Forrest the area. Hard to believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. Well, mates, here we are, halfway through the season. Going to have a little uh, look at the season so far. We've got a few guests with us. Uh, I'll let you do the intros. We have. So joining us tonight, from what looks like a lay-by, I'm going to go this side of my screen that I'm looking at. Is Alan. How are you, Alan? Very good, thank you. Alan, just quickly tell us uh, very briefly um, how long you supported Watford and where you sit. Okay, so I've been supporting Watford since I was uh, at St Clement Danes in Chorley Wood. Uh, I'm 50 now, so a long time. I uh, used to get a bus over after school into Watford. My daughter's now 14. She's a mad Hornet fan. She's had Deanie's top when we played at the Amex. Last time out, she got his top, so we had it framed. And when I can go, because I was on a season ticket list for ages, and they changed the way it's set up, you have to go to so many games. I was waiting on the list for three years, then COVID came. Um, so, yes, the last game I went to was Chelsea at home, which I thought we should have won. We lost. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm down in um, I'm down in Upfield near Hayward Heath in Sussex, but back in Watford every few weeks or so. Yeah, when I can. Nice. You would nice, have been nice. three years above me at school because I was at Clement Danes and I'm 47, so we would have been at school at the same time. Just, nice one. Oh are. dear, not sure that's a good thing. No. All right, below you we've got Ian. Ian, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. So um, uh, I'm also of the class of 71. I'm also 50. Born in Trodels, as it was called at the time. I didn't go to Clement Danes. I went to Grange Park, which is now Bushy Hall. But yeah, um, supported uh, Watford all my life. My daughter was also born in the same hospital and uh, she's an absolutely a mad Hornets fan as well. Um, unfortunately, never been a, a season ticket holder, um, but when I can, um, I sit in the rookery. Excellent stuff. Tom, well, we, we've spoken to Tom a few times. Uh, Tom, but just for the, the guys listening, just uh, a brief description of who you are, what you do. Yeah, I'm Tom. I'm uh, I'm the editor of Golden Pages, uh, the printed Watford fanzine. So you probably see me outside, uh, not too far from the, the Graham Taylor statue on match days, freezing in most uh, <laughs> most recently. <laughs> um, yeah, I've supported Watford years and years. I think my first game was a uh, a nil nil home draw with Stoke in about ninety five or ninety six. 
so you can say it set me up for Ooh, set me up for supporting uh, start as you mean to go on disappointment exactly I like that but we'll, we'll cover off uh, a, l- a little bit more about the uh, the golden pages as, as we go through this because it's, uh, it's it's a good read uh, and above you the man needs no introduction really but we, we've got to do it it's the pitch evening guys happy new year as well how are you pitch you well yeah, yeah, good mate, good mate. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, you, you're oh, going to have plenty plenty to say on this. I think I have a, a, a sneaky suspicion this half-season review. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then finally, uh, again, no uh, no introduction really needed. It's uh, it's my cartoonist. It's Peter. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peter, Peter turning up at Vicarage Road and on this podcast like a bad smell since 1978. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's have a quick look at some players that have impressed us so far. Let's have a couple of players each that have impressed us. We'll start with you, Alan. Two players that stand out for you so far this season. Two players that stand out for me. Sissoko, I think he, he's, um, he's quite solid there. I did like Kuka, but I think he's a bit of a loose cannon sometimes. That's a worry about him. But um, definitely Sissoko and Dennis, unbelievable. Fantastic. I think if he played in a, and I, you know, I love Watford, but if he played in a top six team, Christ's goals would be phenomenal, wouldn't they? You know, he just needs a service. And for some reason at the moment, he's not getting that. But um, hopefully have a few signings here in January, he'll get that. But Dennis and Sissoko for me. Good choices, good choices. Pidge? I'm going with Alan's choices. Sissoko, I think, been absolutely immense. And yeah. Dennis, surprise um, and best signing of the season as well. I, I think he, I think with the experience that he's, you know, where he came from Bruges, I thought he was going to be a decent signing, but not as good as he has been so far and yeah if he gets the service that he's uh deserved he will um definitely score a few more I'll, I'll tip him to score at least 16 this season if he if he does get the service and uh yeah those are the definitely the two Kuka is one of my main favorites but my two picks are definitely Suzuka and Dennis fantastic fantastic how about you Ian let's go to you well I, I can't really argue with, with those two really they, they've been the standouts and especially if you look at Sissoko who joined after after the season had started and then was given the, the, the captain's armband he's, in some ways he's led from example and it's a shame that others haven't followed I'm, I'm sure we might get onto that but also in flashes I think loser as, as well I think he's um, at, at times when him Clevs and Sissoko have played together that's I think when our midfields probably look the, the, the strongest so he's, he'd sort of be, be knocking on the door at the top two but yeah Sissoko and Dennis definitely Tom, are you going to deviate from those two, or are you going to stick to the formula? I mean, it's hard to argue with with those. I think, yeah, for me, it's uh, it's got to be Dennis and Sissoko. But just to offer a different name, I've been quite impressed with Josh King this year. Wasn't sure how he'd get on at Watford, but he, I think he's been the, the sort of forward that we've that we've needed for quite some time. Actually, um, he seems to sort of hold the ball up. He offers something going forward and fills a bit of a gap that we haven't, haven't really had in recent times. I think Peter, I think Adam Messina and William Truss. Of course, done. of course, yes. <laughs> Sterling work because if there's a ball to be headed, duck. That's what I always say. Um, you, know, you know, let's not go with traditional defending conventions. Let's go the other way. No, I agree with everything everybody said here. I think Loser has shown, you know, after a dodgy start, I mean, it, it was very difficult for him, him at Brighton for that first 45 minutes when we were basically playing with Ken Dodds, Diddy Men in the middle um, to, to really go anywhere. But he's now given us a range of passing that we don't have other than that in midfield. And I think Josh King is a great shout. I think he's been a bit unlucky to be stuck out on the left. I, I really would love to sit down with Ranieri and find out why he thinks that that's a great idea when Dennis was doing such a good job there and a good job defensively, albeit picking up yellow cards, already to kind of swap him out. I'm, I'm sure the answer is the goals, but no, I think I think those two have done great. And Sissoko's a sight to see storming through the midfield. So I think everybody's absolutely spot on. Colin Carlos, what are you going to say, mate? Yeah, I can't really disagree with any of them. I think Josh Josh King is is a big shout for me, and I, I called him at the beginning of the season in, in the sense of I thought he was going to be a big player for us. If I had to, you know, to give you two for me, with, without doubt, it's got to be Dennis. You know, his goals this season have been crucial uh, in what has already been a tough season. And then, yeah, between King, 
for me. Well, I think we're all pretty much unanimous then, because I don't think I'm going to add anything more to that at all. I think they're probably our standout players. I think um, one player who, who probably does deserve a special mention, even though he's not been consistent through, one, because of injury, and secondly, obviously, because of bereavement and what have you, but Yao Pedro, oh, yeah. really mm. over the last month, basically since the Man United game, mm. has looked like he's turning into the player that we all hope he could be. Yeah. Um, and long may that continue. Yeah, Decent. he looked different class against Spurs, didn't he, when he came on? Decent shout, that, yeah, definitely. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Just looking at, uh, at, at where we are in the league currently with with regards to, to positions, are we in and around the, the area that we kind of suspected we were going to be when we all started the season? Or a good way to do it and something me and Justin have done, if, if you're all old enough, well, actually, you are all old enough, <laughs> apart, apart from you, Tom. Um, your GCSE results, where you used to get your, your, if you know what GCSE results are, actually. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you get your GCSE results and you could grade our season, where would you currently grade us at? A, obviously being fantastic, right down to to wherever. So let, let, let's start with Ian. I'll start with you on this one. Well, ask the CSE boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I obviously didn't think we'd be, be top half. And quite rarely, I've got a pinned tweet that says we're going to finish 11th this season. You might want to take that yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> potentially I might do, yeah. But yeah, roughly roughly there or thereabouts, I'd probably give the season a D. I think from A, a from where we are, because I perhaps didn't think we'd be, be fourth bottom. I thought we might be a few places um, better off than better off than that and, and have a few more, few more points. On, on the board, even sort of taking into account how hard it is for even though even though we was in the the prem for five seasons beforehand, taking into account we've, we've come back up a, a totally different um, squad in in some some respects from what was the players that were bought in last season. I, I still thought that we might be a, a few places higher up than than, than we are. So yeah, I'd give us a give us a D to to start the half of the season off. So if that was a parents' evening. It's must try harder. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What, what, ringing, what about... it, ringing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Alan? Yeah, I've, I've, I very much agree. What's frustrating me is we can turn up against good teams. We can work hard. We can put in the tackles. We can pass lovely. But when it comes to going to somewhere like Brentford, and that's no disrespect to Brentford, we just don't bother. And I think we should have at least six points more than we have now. And that would probably put us, as we've just spoken about, probably 14th, 13th, 14th. And I think that's where we should be. Unfortunately, when it's mattered, we haven't turned up. And when we least expected it, we did really well. And I just can't put my finger on it because we all talk about wanting new players and we need four or five players in this transfer window. But those bloody players have done it against Man United. They've done it against Chelsea. They've done it against Everton. But they can't turn up for what we call the smaller teams. And it's so frustrating. It's the, it's the teams in and around you that you, you need to be yes. picking up points. You know, Brentford, is it, you know, I was there. Um, my God, it was, it was so poor. Yeah, dreadful. So, yeah, no, no, I, I, I get that. So you, you're giving it a D as well, are you? I'm giving it a D, yeah. Okay, must try harder, right. What about you, Pidge? Yeah, I'm going for must try harder, about D or an E. Oh, <laughs> That's harsh. Ungradable. It's getting there. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give the example. Is, um, when you're a kid at school, you turn up for the sports, the football and the rugby, but you don't turn up, you bother the turn up for English or math and that's the yeah. similar sort of thing here we, we turn we turn up for certain games and not yeah. consistent on the other ones so we'll, we'll put in a performance like we absolutely hammer Everton away and then yeah. play a team like Newcastle or Southampton at home and completely go to bits and mm. that's where why, why where we are at the moment because we're yeah. so inconsistent don't get me starting at the defence yet that's the um, obviously <laughs> the bit that needs to be improved well, we'll, we'll, we'll come excellent. to that don't worry we'll come to that they'll, they'll, okay. they'll, there is a section in here for recruitment we'll come to that yeah, yeah we're going forward going forward I thought we've been thought we've been excellent in definitely certain games when we play to our strengths we've got the points when we haven't we've lost I think if we can find this consistency, I'm very confident we'll stay up. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Tom? Yeah, I think probably a D as well. Um, I think that's, that's fair. I think most people would probably say that we're doing 
better after the the tough run of games that we had to be out of the relegation zone. But I think we're only out of the relegation zone pretty much by the by virtue of the postponement. So yeah, that's, um, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I think we've we've done better going forward than I than I thought, and I would have thought at the beginning of the season. But yeah, defensively, it's just been an absolute aberration, isn't it? And to be, I think we're the only team in English football in the English football league without a clean sheet so mm. far this season. And yeah, you just whatever league you're in, you can't stay up if you if you don't keep a clean sheet. So no, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, it, that's, that's mental to think actually. When you you look back to last season, we were the we were the one team that were defensively on our promotion push from the championship. We were the best in the country, and we've gone from that to this. It's 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 incredible, incredible uh, turn of events. I was just about to say you could get away with it if you were like Leeds United last year, where they scored four but they let in three. Watford yeah. are not Leeds United, and we've turned up three times this year. So it's not going to. It's not a plaster fix, is it? You no, know, 100%. they look good going forward, but four times this season so far. Yeah, yeah. Peter, just to finish this uh, this off. This assembly. Yeah. This assembly here, this parents' <laughs> evening that we're having. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a parents' evening. Just, this was my last, yeah, the last parents' evening I did was like this. <laughs> Horrific flashback, that is. Cracking. It, it, it's interesting because before Ranieri started, I got asked the same question and said, see, I think we can acknowledge that we probably played better under Ranieri on occasions, but the thing that gets us all is those inconsistencies. As we said, we don't turn up on occasions. And mm. the thing that absolutely has gripped me and I appreciate we're going to talk about individual mistakes but you know in the, in the defense and I called about earlier but the thing that also frustrates me from the from the team point of view is how we don't have a consistent point at where we press when we played Man United when we played Everton we pressed up high we've gone with numbers forward we pressed as a group and we've gone and said you know if you're going to go and play around us go and play around us try it but if we win it we're going to have it high up and we've done it successfully every single game when we've just gone we're going to drop to the halfway line or beyond and we're not going to try and actually get close to you we've had our asses handed to us on a plate and that's the frustrating thing is that even with Ranieri there we still are jackal and hide so yeah no D is absolutely on the money for me as well but what I really want to see is consistency yeah 100% he's won two games he's yeah, lost yeah. all the rest it's either 11 and therefore he's lost nine and won two mm. I think that's what it is yeah, I'm okay. yeah. pretty sure you're right there. So so, so so while we're talking about Ranieri, very quickly, just one word answers, everybody. Here we go. Will Ranieri last beyond February? Ian? Yes. You yeah. say yes, okay? Tom? Yeah. No. Pidge? Maybe. Oh, come on, it's yes or no, Pidge. You can't be sitting on the fence here. Yes Pidge, or no. Pidge's got a splinter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Splinter. I love it. All, all, we've asked, all we've asked for is consistency and we get a maybe. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Pidge, yes I'm or no. i the season. Um, yes, go on. Yes, okay. Peter? Yes. Who have we not done? Alan? Alan. 100%. 100% yes. he'll still be there gone February. He'll Absolutely. Be... He'll be there at the end of the season. Okay, yeah, I, I think that I think they'll. Um, I've got a sneaky suspicion they're going to back him in this this transfer window, uh, which we're, we're starting to sit well one one so well two, but one confirmed, and there's some more more due in. So I'd like to see maybe four or five signings come in that he can really get stuck into. It's yeah. bound to happen because we've given up trying to irritate the football media of the UK, and instead we're just irritating the whole of countries now. Yeah, well, the continent. Yeah, we, we've just gone for a continent. We've <laughs> yeah. just gone right at him. We just moved on. Yeah, I can feel all the bad. Juju coming this way from Africa. It's, it's, it's really bad. I don't with Senegal and Nigeria and then move on to the other countries. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just take their turn. It's just, it's really bad. So I think the, the consensus there seems to be that um, Ranieri will still be with us at the end of February. I'm not convinced, but we'll see. I suppose it depends how these new signings go and if he starts beating the teams I think around Justin, us. I think, the big, I think the big key is that you've got to look at the, the fixtures that are coming up with Newcastle, yep. which they're going to be in it in, in and around us. Yep. Burnley, Norwich. In and around us, Norwich in and around us. Mm. So listen, you know, if he if he goes and gets six points out of those games, for instance, then I, I think he'll still be here. Okay. And literally going back to the you know kind of GCSE kind of grade, if we're seventeenth, that'll be an A. Yeah. Well, at the end of the season, that's that that's the target for this season. Hundred you know, percent for this season. That's yeah. absolutely what it's about: staying up yeah. there and then building on. Yeah, I agree with Cole. That's why I said maybe because I, I do want him to stay and I do hope that he will stay but I think it's those three games which are absolutely crucial if we can get at least six points out of two or three of them then yeah I do think he will stay because we are getting he's going to get back to the transfer window so yeah here's the reaction there this is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast 
Thank you. So talking of the transfer window then, uh, start with Peter. Wow. Uh, well, no, uh, no pressure. No, no pressure, no, mate. Really. It's okay. So, it's, I mean, it's all opinion here. It's no, we've no... only yet really bought one in, which is Hassan Kamara. As a, as a, Kamara, as a yeah. 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 So obviously you would be expecting either Danny Rose or Messina to go out. You can really take your pick. I mean, I think we've enjoyed Messina's, uh, sorry, we've enjoyed uh, Danny Rose's experience in these early games, but let's be honest, he's the worst example of Salah absolutely ruining somebody um, he's he's kind of not really found his way back and it doesn't look like Ranieri's really into him so I think if it's commercially viable you can see the mutual consent thing coming up mm. in terms of Kamara he's um, I had a little look at him earlier on he's five foot seven. he's played uh, a reasonable number of games when he's been at, at Nice he was in the, the league uh, team of the season a couple of years back as a left back he's quite tidy and I think he's, he's kind of what we need he's probably more akin to having a Kiko on the left because he can also play left midfield and left wing as well if he needs to and he's quite strong and he uses physicality and the best thing for me as a fullback is he tries to stop the cross mm. which is something we haven't had for, for... sorry he tries to stop a what <laughs> yeah. I know and the, the the other lads that we've seen I mean um, if we do uh, Samir who's the guy who's been linking he us yeah he's a kind of left sided centre back at, at Udinese he typically plays in a three there uh, but he looks he looks very good he looks very strong um, ironically his strength is not in the air even though he's six foot three. He looks like a Tyrone, you know, Tyrone Mings, if Tyrone Mings was actually brought up in Brazil and thought the game should be played on the floor. Um, so he's quite strong. And the, um, the other interesting thing with him, he's also done a, an Emmanuel Dennis. He's already had his uh, five yellow cards this season. So he's no uh, he's no stranger to, to, to going through. Oh, good. So another, another disciplinarian entering the fray then. Yes, absolutely. And then you finally got the um, uh, Vida. The fella from, uh, yeah, from Croatia. Yeah, that very much excites me if he comes in. Well, he looks like a James Bond henchman from like he, the living, from the eighties or something. If like that. anybody remembers the semi-final against England when we when yeah. Croatia beat us, he was different class that day. Mm-hmm. He he owned that 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 front line of, of England. So I know he's he's I think he's thirty two, but yeah. experience wise, I think he's everything we need at that in in that defence. Well, we've all been, we've been saying, haven't we? That's where we need to strengthen. And it looks as though that's what they're doing. So hats and off there. I had a look because the thing I always suspect with with Pozzo signings is we will get somebody because they've got an injury record, and we've seen that which is what always kind of troubles me at the start of the season when we're talking about depth, because Cavaselli was on the bench, but never used, probably because he was never never really fit. Mm. But um, it, with Vida, yeah, he's 32, but for the last three seasons, he's played 34, 31, 31 games, and that's just league. So you can add in the various other kind of cup competitions in Europa League and Champions League as well. Right. So he's, you know, he, he's up and ready to go. Right. Uh, which, which would be quite nice. The only problem with um, I, that I looked at with um, uh, Hassan uh, Kamara was that he hasn't played since the start of December. So I hope we're not bringing somebody in who needs a bit of treatment because, let's face it, we need a left back and we need it now. Piers, who do you expect to maybe leave us or go out on loan perhaps in the January or window? Or who do you want to see go out? Or who would you like to see go out? Let's do that, yeah. Who would yeah, you I'll like to see? I'll do the first bit. Um, yeah, Danny Rose, I agree with that. It's a shame because when I... First third he signed, I went, oh, good. Okay, we'll get him fit. He's a decent player. You know, he hasn't played for a year, but let's get him match fit and let's see what we do. We can't, we're not exactly breaking the bank for him because he's a free transfer. But uh, yeah, he, he'll go. Um, it's either him or Messina will go. Econ, who ducks balls, is looking thin on ice, but I think he'll stay. But with Vida, I'll... I'm so looking forward to it. He's absolute class. I agree with Cole. He's he's absolutely awesome player. If we can keep him fit, the experience that that guy possesses, and like he said, he was a he was a standout performer alongside a very talented Croatian side when they played England a few years ago. And as soon as I heard that we might be signing him, and also our custom Mary. Um, Signing for Moodinazi, we get every transfer window. Um, as well. It's like a freebie, isn't it? When you get a free gift. <laughs> yeah, it's basically daddy giving lending um, players to, to his son, in it? He goes, here you are, son, have another player on, on the house sort of thing. But even that Samir might be signing as well. So, yeah, Vida is a centre-back. Yeah, I can't wait. Kamara. Yeah, like they said, the other, he hasn't played since December, but the guy is quick and he's he's a left-back. Yeah, like, like we're saying, yeah, we just, we sit about seven or eight rows from the front and we we just scream every single week about our fullbacks not stopping crosses. We need to have fullbacks that can actually do a fullback role and stop crosses. So Kamara hopefully should fit the bill. So with the signings coming in, yeah, it's um it's looking good so far, but let's hope it continues. Fair play. What about you, Tom? 
Were you uh, expecting to see anybody else depart us? Depart? Yeah, I think there's a there's a few that could that could go. I'm not not entirely sure of the, the jiggery and pokery that that they need to do to get the the number of the squad down to the right size. I mean, I could see uh, Nkulu. He's been linked with with Udinese. Obviously, he's a short term contract with us, so could see him going. Atibo, is he really going to be up and fit before the end of the season? Maybe not. They could sort of cancel his his loan or just not not register him. Gosling, he's he's not he's not really going to appear, is is he? Apart from you know the cup games, and we're probably going to be out after Leicester, aren't well, we? Well, that remains um, to be seen, but yeah, there's a strong chance there. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Semmer as well. I've been. I don't think I'm not sure he's a he's a Premier League player or, or not not what we need anyway. Mm, um, so I think a there's shout. a few there's a few candidates for for outgoings. Yeah, I mean I, I don't I don't know too much about the the guys that have been rumoured to come in I mean I'm, I'm really hoping Vida signed just for the the pun factor for the fanzine um, <laughs> you're working on that already I see yeah right, absolutely yeah. I'm just just yeah. waiting for it to sign and then I can get work that's it yeah you're gonna start firing up the old <laughs> desktop publisher yeah I see yeah very good uh, Ian is there any anyone you'd like to add to the we, we could do without your list no I don't think so not from what's been, been mentioned at all I mean Sam is top of my list Oh, it drives me mental. Drives me mental. It's just been called out. He's he's not a Premier League player, and, and you know he, he's not alone in that fact in, at the training ground. But um, yeah, he, he's he's not a Premier League Premier League player. So um, uh, yeah, he'd be be top of my list to either go permanently or um, go to what would be at Udinese. Yeah, just go, just go. Thanks, Ken. See you later. <laughs> I'll pay for I'll pay for his flight. Yeah. It's when you see his name on a team sheet, you go, oh no. Oh, <laughs> or when you see he's coming on, you're you like, know, when you're oh. at school and you're trying to pick teams. And if Ken Semmel was at my score, I said, Ken, did you play goal? Yeah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, Alan, is there anyone that you think maybe ought to be uh, given their marching no, orders? No, I, I agree with um, Semmel, uh, Trusty Kong. Talking about the guys that are coming in, that that's Samir. Uh, I watched. A YouTube video of him. Wow. He likes to get in a tackle and he gets it in. Not this not- <laughs> He likes to get his tackle in. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good, and he spreads the ball out well. He's fast. I like the look of him, totally. So this sounds quite exciting then. Sounds like there's, there's potentially some exciting signings coming in then. And there, yeah. there is there is one one other when, um, I think it was Ian mentioned, mentioned the Tebo there as well, because the other signing that we're looking apparently is Kayebe from uh, Yupin, who were the Yupin. team that, yeah. who were the team that Penaranda went to and didn't do anything once, you know, for a season. And he's a, he's basically almost like an Atebo, almost photo fit, mm. you know, in terms of how he plays. He's a defensive midfielder. He'll kind of sit, and yet his stats are more about actually like more more about a continuity passing kind of than anything. So if he if he's coming in, then I would suggest a Tebo could well be uh, you know not looking like he's going to recover before the end of the season, and therefore maybe I, eat out of the Premiership squad. I tell you what, I've got to say, if we if we're looking to cover uh, a Tebo leaving and so forth in that centre mid position, I'd go and get our boy back from Reading, Delhi Bashir. I think he's had a great season. He has. I, I think we 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 talked about it once, and the only, the only thing I'd say with him. Is is that he obviously had that whole season out with his knee, mm. uh, which which was which was a nightmare. And he's get and he's playing. Do we want to pull him back into into the Premier League kind of team when chances <coughs> are and not we might bring him back in? He's going to sit on the bench. He's going to play ten minutes every two weeks, and he's, mm. the development that he's got goes away. I think what we need to do is keep him parked where he is. And then, kind of, really make a plan to introduce him, hopefully, into a Premiership squad next season. Yeah, he looks. A, he looks a player. Looks a real player. That uh, Daniel Phillips, Junior. Yeah, looks. Looks. He's doing really well as well. Yeah, and Hungbo's doing pretty well at Ross County, and of course, in Carnival up at Forest has done reasonably well um, as well in fits and starts. One player that's not seemingly doing very well is is Keener. Apparently, Fulham have only played him a couple of times, and not quite sure what to do with him. What do we think we're going to do with Keener? Because he he's well, not... he doesn't he doesn't fit. Where, where does he? Where does he play in our in our setup? He he gets nowhere near our team. I mean, with the greatest respect to him, I think he showed whenever he came on, he was always a player you used to think, oh, go on, just run up because he was he was that sort of mm. player he used to get up, get up people. I've heard whispers that his you know his attitude isn't necessarily yeah. correct, which is why he probably isn't getting the football he, he, he should be, which is a shame really because his you know I remember um, at Reading in the cup the goal he scored there, my god, and against Carl player, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, he he does seem to be a bit too much money, a bit too early and um you know the, the, the fire's gone out a little bit 
seemingly. And of course, he's gone there with Chalabar, who is also gracing the bench now in the championship. Having yeah, I mean, well, talking of gracing the bench, Hughes took a long time to get a game for Palace, didn't he? But seemingly, he seems to be finding his feet there now. I, I do regret not having him in our squad this season. Mm. I've got to say, I think Definitely. he would have been a, a, a fantastic player to have had around. We mentioned earlier Kuchka, who had a, a storming debut, and since I just don't think he's been quite the same player. I, what, what are our thoughts on Kuchka? What do you think of Kuchka, Alan? Um, I like him. Sometimes he's a bit headstrong, isn't he? He seems to lose his temper, and or sometimes he's been a bit late as well. But I like his passion. I just wish he was uh, a bit younger. <laughs> yeah, I think if we'd had him when he was a younger man, he would have been a, yeah. a welcome addition. Yeah, do yeah. I, Alan? I wish I was a bit younger. Yeah, well, <laughs> You're the youngest in the group, I think. I know Tom probably is, actually. Tom's winning that. Yeah, just. Tom's probably winning that, yeah. We need to in our bellies, but unfortunately, sometimes he's a bit late. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. He used to get, he used to be a bit. He, the last couple of games I've seen him, he just seems a bit sloppy. You know, just yeah. a bit, just not distribution's been a bit poor and, and so forth. He's, his heart's in it. Instead of his heart's in it, he's running around all over the shop. Yeah, just just silly little mistakes at the you know the wrong end of the pitch and and so forth. Frustrating. I'm gonna have to leave you. Sorry, I'm just coming out back now. That's all right, Alan. <laughs> That's no all worries, right, mate. Alan. It's lovely having you, mate. Thank you for joining us. I've really enjoyed it, actually. Let me know when the next one is. Yeah, we'll certainly, will, mate. mate. Thank you. Thanks Good for coming Alan. on. Cheers. Take care, mate. Alan. Um, any other players that we think have probably not uh, lived up to their full potential this season? Let's start with Ian. Well, I think a lot that we've um, uh, we, we've we've mentioned in in terms of um, uh, Messina and 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 uh, most of the people along along the back line. I think I think it would have been been different if we could have given players more more of a, a longer run in the team because of injuries and, and whatever and where we've been recently with 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 COVID. Uh, but definitely anyone sort of um, across the, the back line really, with, with the exception of, of Kiko, um, he was having a, a bit of a, a shocker against West Ham. Um, as we be said, it, that was a most un Kiko like performance from him before he went before he went off injured. Yeah. Um, but but yeah yeah anyone any Take your pick across the back, really. Pidge, anyone that you think, oh, not quite living up to expectations? I would say with Kuka, a lot of people gave him stick for the bad challenge that led to the Tottenham's goal, but he should have been off for 20 minutes before that. Yeah, he was. He was um, knackered, yeah. But Cole, Cole's right, though. He does give away silly decisions. So but I'm a big fan of his. I just think his heart's in it. And it just we need more more of them to do that. But yeah, I totally agree with the back, the back four consistently have just not been up to it. And I think, to be honest, you look at what we've had a couple of years ago, a lot of them are still at the club. That mm. just says the investment into the back line has not been good enough. So I just think you can pick anyone from the back line that have sort of flat to deceive consistently over the season. But um, yeah, Kuka, apart from his um, debut against Villa, he's yeah. probably doing five or sixes out of tens. He is, yeah. Push. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, I think I think Backman's been a little bit disappointing. I don't think he's quite the goalkeeper that we thought he was. Just needs to command his area. He does. He needs to command his area. You're absolutely right. He doesn't command his area. You're absolutely right. And also Hernandez as well. I know he's not had many games, but he's not been quite the And when he came on against Villa, and 30 seconds later, he scores that screaming goal. You think, oh, here we go. We've got the new Sergio Aguero here. This is fantastic. And just hasn't really, I don't think, lived up to the expectations. Um, Tom? I'd just say I I, I quite like Gutska. Um I think he's uh, he's my kind of player, really. But the thing is, I, I I don't think he was he was brought in to play a full season. I think it's a bit of a plan B that he's being stuck in there week in week out. I think Etebo was the the first choice, and he would have come in Kutska from the bench to you know to seal any leads that we had, or you know to add a bit of fire in. But I, I don't think because of his age, he's you know, he's thirty four. Mm. I don't think he was he was made or they intended to uh, him to play sort of every game every season. But I, I do like him as a player. That sort of that passion and the fire that he's got love it but I think from the sort of disappointing side for me it's probably Danny Rose there's a player in there um, and I would have thought sort of by October time, he would have been ready for ready for football again, ready for Premier League football. Maybe that was a bit naive of me to think that, but certainly by by this stage, you know, he's a you know distinguished England international. Mm. He's a good player. I just would have thought he'd be he'd be ready there. He's not he's not a, a poor player. So it's you know it's got to be his fitness and and any other issues. I know he's sort of had well documented mental health issues in the in the mm. not too distant past. Mm. But um, yeah, I think Rose for me, uh, and I think there's a, there's a number of players there. I don't know whether it's my expectation that's kind of out of out of kilter a little bit. I agree about Cucho Hernandez. Um, I mean, you, you know, every 
every summer you hear how how hot a prospect he is and he's shown some amazing glimpses um definitely but i would hope for a bit more consistency but then again he's still he's still young isn't he he's still young yeah and loser as well i think it's just sort of he's just showing what he can what he can do now i think he's taken a bit of time to settle mm. you know he's, he's got quite a very, a very sort of slight frame i perhaps i would have hoped that he would have settled in a bit quicker but i think the most important thing is that we find a, a role for him in the team and he does sort of you know he's protected being the sort of deep-lying playmaker that he is, and hope, hopefully he can kick on. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think two fans, another one that I've sort of not really just gelled with. Him. Yeah, just not really gelled with Ozan two fan. I just think he's... The, the amount of, gr- not grief, but the amount of hype and so forth that I received from my local kebab shop, <laughs> who are all Fenerbahce supporters, going, you've bought the Turkish Messi. <laughs> okay, no problem. Great. Can't wait to see him. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit harsh, but probably not the Turkish Messi, I think. It's probably, it's probably... <laughs> That's quite harsh, that, Carlos. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, he's, he's irritates me. I can tell. It's, it's, it's not for me to advise you on anything here, Carl, but I would suggest you say that after they've given you your kebab. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't listen to this, it's fine. It's oh, no that's problem. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Peter, is there anyone that you think, oh, I was expecting a little bit more? I think this season, probably more than any other, I mean, it's going to be ruthlessly exposed because you're in the Premiership. I mean, we talked about our good defence in the Championship. The key number one factor is we are up against world-class forwards. Mm. They, are go- they are going to find gaps and they're going to exploit them. But what, what we have said and what everybody has said is an underinvestment in the defensive line over the last five years. It's not over one, it's not over two, it's over, it's over many. But where, we, where we're seeing the one problem with the with the Pozzo recruitment model, and in this case it's Giresa rather than, you know, uh, uh, Giraldo or whatever his name was previously, is there seems to be a disconnect between those making the purchases of the players and what the coach wants or what the coach needs, even more importantly. Mm-hmm. It's great to turn around and go, there's a load of good players, go and go and turn them into a team. It needs It needs an awful lot of bolstering in there. Mm. So I, I think if we can see that and get those get that reinforcement, that's going to help a lot. If we're going to come down to individuals, I'm sorry, but you have to do the basics. And as I said earlier on, Messina and, I mean, Truce de Kong has wound me up. I mean, he's cost us, and I'm not even joking, he has cost us seven goals from individual errors. Mm. The, three goal, the three goals that we conceded from, I mean, there was one at Brighton, which was the one he gave away when he tried to play the ball into Cleverly, who got yes. uh, the on him. He was, well, yeah. he was, I don't care what anybody says, between him and Messina, he missed the header. He was free for the header that he missed, and Messina then didn't catch Dunk, and he came in and got the header. He repeated that against Wolves, which is why um, Sierra Alta then ducked down. If you remember, he ducked down. He was heading towards his goal. Yeah. If you then forward wind to the Leeds game, watch Truce de Kong. He does exactly the same. He's free. He's free in that formation. He jumps up and he, he misses the ball. He just misses the ball. And what happens? Kushka does exactly the same shape, heads it straight back, and Lorente pushes it back in mm. because you're expecting him to cut it out. And his judgment is poor. It's yeah. simply poor. Yeah. You know, you, you, we can look at Brentford, we can go on and go on. You know, the guy needed to be able to come out of the team, sort his, sort his, his crisis of uh, of confidence out before coming back in again. Mm. But like a lot of those players, he's had to play because of those injuries, because of those recurring problems. You look at the bench against Brentford, I mean, I'm convinced that COVID and injuries were playing a huge part part. Cabaselli had been on the bench for six weeks, but never used, even though Troost was having a nightmare, bless mm, him. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> you had Loser on the bench, not getting played. Suddenly, why not? I think it was probably something like COVID. I mean, he didn't play him on the first game back after COVID because he, quite unquote, I've only had him back a day. So I think it's been an awful lot of, uh, uh, of issues to cope with, but individual players mainly at the back. The one other one I would say who's been disappointing has been Saar. Yeah. I know he went off against Man United, yeah. but prior to that, from the Everton run until the Man United game, mainly he'd had a sulk. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're a £30 million player, you need, to, you need to just get over it. I mean, we mentioned Pedro earlier on. The lad has lost his father, and yet look at what he's come through and done. And you know, if if you could take a little bit of that personality, mm. stick it into Saar. Oh my God, what a player! It's very easy to forget Saar because we haven't seen him play for so long. But you're right; he was very frustrating to watch up until he got injured. He was anonymous in in many games. I know he he, he scored against United after missing a penalty twice. But uh, yeah, I think you're right, Saar. He's still it, the best player we've got. Oh, he absolutely. Suddenly became less than the sum of his individual parts. 
parts, let yeah. alone the less than some of the individual parts are the same. Well, I think, like you said, he's he's about moments, isn't he? Rather yeah. than being the star man throughout the whole match or whatever. So, but if you're about moments, you've got to you've got to provide them at least with some regularity, and he's yeah. not doing it. Yeah, very true, Carlos. Oh, thanks. Back to me. Excellent. <coughs> in, ter- in terms of players, have we covered you, or do you think there's other players that you think? You're no, up? I think uh, Peter's covered that. I think Saar, massive disappointment for me this season. Truce to come. How he's a professional footballer is beyond me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the list goes, Danny Rose as well. You know, the, there was a lot of hype about it. The guy was playing in the Champions League final two years, well, two years ago, is it? Maybe a yeah, bit more. Two, three years ago. You know, and you don't become a bad player overnight, but I, I just, it, it, I, I do question the the overall recruitment policy at our club. And, it, and this isn't a, a, a dig at the, the owners. And if I ever get the chance, I'd like to ask Scott Duxbury or, or, the, or the ownership of it, of what is the policy? You know, how does it work? Where do we kind of go from, right, here's the list of players we have and how does it all sort of pan out? Because at the moment, it, it just seems like a, a scattergun approach, you know, because for five years, we've been letting that defence slowly age and get older and worse <laughs> and to the point where we're back in the Premier League and then we've gone, oh, f- <laughs> yeah, we oh, we haven't sorted that. It's big holes in it. Well, I God. think I think there was a reliance on last season when we had like the <laughs> tightest defense in all four divisions. You know, it was it was these boys know what they're doing. We probably don't need to strengthen there, but I don't think we reckoned on the <laughs> jump from the Championship to the Premier this, League. Being this quite... guy, this guy, I don't know who he is, and somebody can pipe up and let me know who he is. This guy that's on Twitter, whenever a new player comes in, come and goes. Welcome to the club. We're expecting a lot from you, and but and that's it. But just an angry Italian person. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand his role in the the, the whole scenario. In, in in what he actually brings, what well, does he bring to the know. to the club? I don't. Know. He just he just seems to upset people. And whenever I hear um, players leaving, like Will Hughes, you know, why have we let Will Hughes leave? Mm. <clears throat> this this is a contract that could have been sorted. You know, and it, it just seems that for, for whatever reason, behind the scenes, upstairs, whatever's going on, is there's something not inherently right up there with, mm. with regards to recruitment and keeping our players on side or, mm. you know, whatever it is. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm a little bit downbeat about the whole, not the ownership, because I don't want to be that person that goes, oh, get the owners out, because uh, that's ridiculous right. what, they've, what, what they've done. But what I do want them to do is to come out and say, hi, Mr. and Mrs., supporters this is what we've done this is our plan and be open and honest with the fans and come out and do you know the old forums yeah. that we used to have forums. a bit of yeah a yeah. bit of a bit, a bit of open the page to the fans to show to show us what they're up to it's just secret squirrels at the moment and it's doing my head in I agree. and i think i think this is partly why i hope and why i think ranieri will stay because apparently pozos have wanted him for quite a while and it never mm. quite quite worked out I think he's probably got Gino's there and he, he's got hopefully going to him saying look this team needs an overhaul and it needs to start from the back and this is where we need to build and you need to back me with the players that I want to get or, or that's it that's, that's, that's me yeah. gone so I'm hoping that will be a bit of um, a, a turning of the tide in, in that respect but I, t- I totally agree with um, I can't remember his name either but the guy on Twitter is always yeah just come he, he put a picture at, uh, at Christmas is it Gioretta he put a picture out at Christmas with him and his family saying thank you for all the love what I haven't got a clue who you are. I just know that you just you just post up. Welcome to the football club. We expect so much. Who's this geek? Who is he? What does he do? For God's sake! Yeah, that is explaining absolutely. It is explaining. How? Yeah. What's the process? It's just. It just seems like I don't know. It's like something from the dark ages. And uh, and you're right. I think Ranieri is probably coming to this club and gone. You've got a load of shit in there. By the way, in that in that change room, there is an absolute load of crap in there. You need to get it out and bring in what I want. Because if you don't, you're going back to the championship. And I hope that's what he's done. And I hope he's got the ear of the owners. Absolutely. Because of his his experience. And if there's anybody in the footballing world that can make magic happen, it's Claudio Ranieri. He's done it. He's been there. And if he can turn a squad of players that, you know, with the greatest respect, aren't good enough for the Premier League and keep them in the Premier League, it's him. So that they need to back him. And I, and I guess the, the one sort of positive that is coming through, we, we've all been screaming out for it, uh, more and better defenders within the squad. Well, that is what we're seeing on, on the rumour mill and, and yeah, yeah. been signed. And yeah. so, so, you know, hopefully, you know, somebody's actually seeing what's actually happening, not sort of thinking, oh, we're, we're staying up, that's another 25 million in the bank or, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, they're actually seeing what's happening on the pitch and how it's... Uh, Affecting, you know, the fans and everything. Mm. I just like him to. St- I just like them to be 
active in doing that rather than reactive. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it, it seems to, to me like it's taken for the fans literally to go on to this guy's thing on Twitter and go, what on God's earth are you doing with, with, with bringing in players? Because we've got no defenders and the defenders that we have got don't know how to defend. So can you sort it out, please? Yeah. And and yeah. and it's about being act, you know, active in that and, and being open and honest with the fans. Look, do you know what? We've caught the policy up. We're really sorry. You know, look back to when Vidra and all those players came in. That was an amazing time when they just went, it was like they un- they undone a, a lorry door and went, come on, all you come. <laughs> it's incredible, we were, isn't it? That the, we were um, like, wow, look at it. It's incredible that we're in the age of social media and yet in the 80s and 90s, I don't want to hark about the past too much, that, that we were so open and honest. We were one of those clubs that always connected with the fans. And now yeah. we've got this massive social plat- social network platform. And nobody talks you, to us. Yeah, but you know they look on the forums. We've got enough, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, so you, we've got enough snakes from that club on the <laughs> forums. We know we have, because I've added a load of them. And um, deliberately, <laughs> you, know that, you know they read the forums. And we just, like, you, you agree, I agree with you, Cole, that you, they need to have more open and honest discussions with the fans. You know, we all think we're managers at the end of the day, but we have got an opinion, and we do spend a lot of money to go and watch the games and you know just be a bit more open and honest with us and a bit more transparency be hitting the nail on the head I think that's it and we're not Man United we're Watford we're, we're yeah. a small town we you know treat us like that family club that we are we you know talk to us well, well the other thing as well is, is don't just treat us as customers treat us as supporters yeah, and fans don't do that. you know I'm not a customer I'm a fan we, we yeah. have been going a yeah. long time we'll still be going when you lot are as well by the way um, you know mm. when you've all left and we've got a whole new ownership we'll still be going so we are actually fans and supporters and we are stakeholders in the club and really we should have a bit of a say on I don't blame the owners I blame you know I, I, I probably, if I had to blame someone it, or, or the question not to blame but the question I'd ask is you're in charge of that you know the, the owners are the owners they come and do you know I don't if I have a problem with Tesco's, I don't demand to speak to the owners of Tesco's. I want to speak, you store know, manager to, or whatever, store yeah. manager or whatever. So you're the store mm. manager of Watford Football Club. Come talk to us. Mm. The, the, the best thing that we did that stopped when the Pots host took over was the At Your Place that was done, you know, in pubs and Kings Langley and, and all yeah. around. I went to him with, with Sean Dyche and, and whatever, and you could ask whatever question yep. you wanted. 100%. And there were some 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 players there, and that, they were they were the best thing because you know then they'd have gone back to the training ground the next day and said, "Oh, look, the fans are off about this. We need to do X, yeah. Y, and Z." Yeah. And and you're right, that discord is that doesn't doesn't happen anymore. And that that link has been been lost, and I, I really really hope it it comes back. Well, yeah. still, there was also a flip side about those things as well, though. Because- you would have, you know, that person at the club, because if you remember, it was like, no, you're not recording any of this. None of this goes out. Yes, you can go and talk to everybody, but no posting on social media straight away. It was, you know, it's kind of charterhouse rules today here. Go and talk about it after. They would come out and go, yeah, and GT started it. Went, there, there's no magic money tree here, you know, mm. and everybody would go, oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> put, put ourselves in your shoes. We understand what you're doing. But it's just about, let us in mm. because nobody, want, nobody wants to turn around and go, no, go and bankrupt the club. That's what we really want to see. You know, we really want to be the next Berry. You know, no, we want you to be financially prudent. But what we want to understand is why why are we investing in everything at the top end mm. and make going and buying these exciting young players, but we're going to go and buy at the back, you know, 33-year-olds who can't run. Let us in. Explain that. Yeah. And if they if they turn around and go, here is the reason, because at the back we want experienced players and blah, 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 you go, okay, you know, you either argue with it or you or you go, fair enough, that's what you want to have. Mm. It, it doesn't yeah. have to be just a, an always get at them. No. Um, you know, because let's face it, fans and all of us are often very unreasonable. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, saw, I saw somebody post up the other day about uh, Gerard Delafeo when somebody said, oh, bring Delafeo back. And of course, oh. everybody, everybody went, what? You know, what a, what a player. Great. He came and did it. And somebody went, don't care. He he just wanted to get away. The moment we were relegated, he, he couldn't wait to. And he, he, if we'd have been that, if he'd have been that good, we'd have stayed up. No, he was injured against Liverpool. injured. He didn't yeah. play through all of that. In fairness to the Potsos, we've had some players that I can't believe they graced, you know, Vicarage yeah. Road, yeah. let alone doing it wearing a Watford shirt, for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
we need to have a little bit of temperance about this and remember that you know what when you're having a go at somebody who's come through La Masia at Barcelona he didn't wake up one day and dream I really dream of playing somewhere in the London commuter belt in a satellite town <laughs> that's what we are yeah. we're not everybody's dream of where the where the journey ends no. we are a stepping stone for these people yeah. Vassar you know all of this we have to take that on board them coming on and coming through is part of it we have to be realistic we are not Barcelona, we are not Real Madrid, we are not Man United. And some of what they put through to us have been astonishing. And I don't just mean that in the truth to Kong sense of the word astonishing. <laughs> here in death the lesson. No, you're right. I mean, you know, there's been the Decores and the Delefeos, like you say, and you know, but there's also there's also been the Andre Grace. Let's not go down that route. No, no, of course. This... But you've got you got an away our central midfielder went on to win the away for cup. Of course. Who was yeah, who was, yeah, yeah. was forgot about by Spurs. And no, he came nobody... But nobody here is asking for us to go and blow loads of money. No. Our top, our top three, you know, I did a, a, a thing on the Uwans TV about the top 25 yeah, most expensive place. It was. <laughs> but the top three, Isaac's success. Yes. Then 18 and a half was That's an unfortunate Andre name, Gray. isn't it? Yeah. Well, then it was Ishmaela, who is either God's gift or sulky person at this moment in time. Yeah. Spending loads of money doesn't necessarily make it succeed. No, I think it everybody's on board with the Pozzo model of going and recruiting cleverly, not just Tom, but going and doing it intelligently. <laughs> doing it cleverly, right? yeah. Go and do that at the back. I'm quite happy to bring in, you know, younger players from South America that I've never heard of and they turn up and they play at the back and they're, they're looking good. And I don't worry if they're going to make mistakes because they'll learn, improve, and then we'll go and sell them on wherever. Let's apply it. Let's not just be so top heavy all the time. Well said. Well Quality said. rather than quantity is, is the big thing for me. I've never been accused of that. <laughs> Hi everybody, this is Ian Bolton and I'm proud to be on uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Will we stay up? Yes. Fantastic. You, you, straight away, yes or no answer. Tom? No. Oh, sorry. okay. Sorry. Okay. I like it. No, that's honest. That's policy. Policy. Ian? Yeah. Peter? No. No? no. Okay. Carlos? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think but, yes as well. I think, I think yes, yes as well. I think we will, but it's going to be a struggle. And I think... I, I'm only saying yes because if we don't win those games in January that I've already mentioned well, on this uh, podcast, as of, then no, as then, of then now, no. as of today, yes. But I mean, obviously, you know, another as month. As of the beginning might be of February with the same amount of points, no. No, quite so. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Tom's boat with that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Pete was as bad as a maybe. It was. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. was actually, I just, yeah. I, I packaged it better. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, it's maybe, but I phrased it and went, elaborated too long and you all I forgot. I put it in gift wrap, <laughs> you yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I definitely, I definitely think the you know the clever money was saying no because if 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 it's yes, we'll all be too drunk to remember, and if it's no, then Tom and I could just go around and like you know yeah, you told you one, looking smart. One thing, <laughs> one thing that I will say: if we do go down, I actually think it's it's a bit of a worry who comes down with us, and I'll. I'll elaborate on this a little bit Newcastle United are a big worry for me now if they stay up they're going to go and spend whatever they're going to go and spend anyway but if they do come down that could be a massive massive issue for Watford Football Club because they will go and outspend everyone in that division barring none um, and will probably walk the championship quite easily Norwich are coming down as well without a doubt Norwich will be a Norwich and will be there thereabouts so I think the championship is probably a, a tougher place to to potentially spend your time than it ever has been in, in previous years, which is a worry for me, which is why I am so desperate to stay up this season. I, I don't want to go down. La last time around, I wasn't bothered because I thought we'd come back up. But but this time, I, I, I think that spells bad things for us if we if we go down. Well, yeah, I agree. If we get those inbreds, don't we? So, <laughs> <laughs> who are you yeah, talking about? Them as well. Who are you talking that. about, Pidge? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that if we do go down, we won't come straight back up again. No, I don't. I don't think we'll have the same the, the same hit uh, as we did no. last time. No. Well, we had some lovely players, didn't we? Though in the uh, in the championship last time round, you know, we still had Saar and we still had some really really nice players that you know did a job for us, and we actually looked really really good once Cisco came in. I think we just looked like a different team. It was just amazing, and then as. As we said before, Mr. Dini got dropped and then all of a sudden we started scoring goals and yeah. winning games quite convincingly. So, yeah, it will be very, very hard to come out of that league again, as we've seen every time we've been relegated bar once. It's very, and very we've got difficult. to play that lot as well, which... Yeah. Oh, God. 
Well, I spent when we came up in 2015, I spent about four and a half years going around and telling anybody who would listen, which wasn't many, obviously, that <laughs> I still preferred the championship. I preferred the Saturday, Tuesday, and yeah, I do. We go and play, and we do it, and it's great. And then when it looked like we were going down, oh, you fell in love things. with the Premier League. That again. changed things. I didn't yeah. want to go down. We went yeah. down, and I went brilliant. We're going to go all these away games. COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what I would say is, what I would say is, um, <clears throat> I used to prefer the championship because every time we got promoted, we were rubbish. We were rubbish under Taylor. We were rubbish under Boothroyd. And all of a sudden, it looked as though we could actually hold our own and be a sort of a, a Stoke or a, a Crystal Palace in that we were kind of always in the Premier League, but not really, you know, bothering anybody, getting a nice result here and there every so often. And it was lovely. But I knew that that season we got relegated last time, there's something changed here. After the FA Cup, after the disappointment of not reaching you, Europe and just really that decline under Javi the first part of that season was just so That's poor games. Yeah, but, this, just... but this is where the, the pot sides can argue back you know they can turn around and say actually it's the constant revolution that keeps everybody on their toes and gets them going again Javi had four games he lost three of them um uh, Everton was the away one. We had Brighton at home as the first, and Villa, the Villa, uh, uh, sorry, West Ham. And then we went away and drew up at Newcastle. Mm. And he, he he refused to put on Saar or Welbeck when it was obvious what was needed. And the answer wasn't strangely Andre Gray like that. Um, <laughs> and, and everything kind of went virtual. But well, I'm just trying to think when the answer is Andre Gray. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't happen very often. Trust me, I have a question, but the bleep machine would be very, very busy. Um, it's, it's, it's been what they've constantly done. You know, really, we look back at it now, and hindsight is twenty twenty, and go, should have changed it after the FA Cup. But they didn't. They tried to do their best. We look back at last year, and with, with Cisco in there, being nice and fun and great and clappy and sweet Caroline and all that, and actually, we go, well, a lot of us, we would have liked to have seen him change it. Sometimes they're very right when they get lots and lots of stick. Hmm. For me, the reason we were good last year was because we had Ivic at the start, who was dour, awful football. But he was like having George Graham at Arsenal hmm. and then set. bringing in Arsene Wenger. Yeah. I think his work set us up defensively. Absolutely. And then you then you had Cisco who came in and basically bought his Neil Diamond yeah. CD. Happy days. <laughs> That's my type of management. Bring in Sweet Carolina on a CD. Come on, boys, out you go. That's all we need. That's all we need, yeah. Do not scratch your eyes! Thank you very much all for joining us. It's been lovely having your company. Uh, We'll probably do another one of these at the end of the season. Either way, whether we stay up or we go down, we'll uh, we'll do a season review. So it'd be nice to see some faces back for that. If you don't mind joining us once again, uh, let's say goodbye, first of all, to Tom. Thanks very much for uh, for having us on. Uh, It's been very enjoyable chatting to you, lads. Obviously, Golden Pages will be going throughout the season. Uh, The next issue will be out, um, hoping beginning of February. We should have a a nice number of games uh, lined up the backlog of games from COVID by then yeah. so plenty of opportunities to buy um, yeah so I'll be at well, home games I'll be not too far from the, the Graham Taylor stand in uh, very warm gear before kickoff. so uh, I actually I, I really did love our interview that you did with us Tom it was it was fantastic yeah great work actually because all we did was waffle at you I've got to say of all the media something. we've been in that's probably the best that I've seen because normally you just get you know a little quote here there and that what you did of us sitting there waffling at you for an hour was fantastic. Ian, thank you very much for joining us. It's been lovely having you on. No, thanks, guys, and thanks for the invitation. Uh, you know, I've listened to your pod for ages, so um, it's great to finally uh, uh, finally get on and, and talk talk Watford. So, uh, so thanks, thanks very much, and uh, look forward to hopefully hopefully being on again. Nothing, nothing's plugged for me, but um, if any Watford fans out there want to follow me on Twitter, I'm Ian Bacon seventy one. Good man, you got it in. Well, well done. done. Well Good done, style. Mr. Pidge, sir. Over to you. Yeah, cheers, guys. It's a pleasure and honour to um, share the floor with all of you guys as well. And um, coming on your fantastic pod, um, we'll always plug it on TMA as usual. So thank you, thank you ever so much. Yeah, if it, uh, everyone who's um, listening out there can get on to TaylorMade Army Banter Forum on Facebook and TMA uh, on Twitter and TaylorMade Army TV on YouTube. So uh, yeah, thank you ever so much um, for me coming on here once again, guys. Thank you. Thanks for coming, Pidge. It's been lovely having you on once again. Mr. Remnant. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to come on. Anybody, if you've got YouTube, look up You Warns TV. Uh, the latest uh, series, which we just started off the other day, is Doing the Double, Match of the Day. So it, we're basically uh, taking uh, an example of where we've done the double over, uh, over a certain team and how we've become certain teams, bogey teams. 
And unfortunately for a connection of ours, Ipswich seems to be a certain team that we do the double over quite a lot. So, uh, uh, so I know uh, someone so, is not going to enjoy that video when it Yeah, comes I know. That'd be good. Yeah, but, uh, I, the, the latest one's Charlton, isn't it? I watched it the other day. Very, uh, Thomas Priskin scored quite a good goal. A little dink over the keeper. Norwich as well. I, I always think we beat Norwich all the time. Uh, they, they must be considered the bogey team, aren't they? Not? Well, we would be considered we, yeah, to them. Absolutely. Yeah. And and in the in the, the I'm going to go through quite a few of um, kind of the 2000s and the 90s as well. Um, those times when everybody considers that we were like you know kind of Mordor at the best of times because um, <laughs> it wasn't. There were some good things. You just have to find it. So uh, yeah. so yeah. So Southampton also will be uh, will be very upset. But hey, they beat us earlier on this season. So let's face it, they're asking for it. <laughs> Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review as well if you can. If you can give us a review on Apple or on wherever else you can leave us a review. You can leave us a review on Facebook as well. I, don't think, I think we've only got one on there. So if you want to do that, that'd be marvellous. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, which is Carlos. Which is uh, DNSYE Podcast. That's check that out. It's uh, me going all over the country, watching the Orns and normally getting drunk. Yeah, these days I'm, I'm filling in for you these days while you're in the bar. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it works. It works well. It, it works, well. Work. It works well. There's, a nice, there's a nice blend of drunkenness and then rant, and then drunkenness and then rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good balance, I think, yeah. Thank you very much, everybody, for coming on. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and until next time, we will see you later. You owns. You owns. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.